0: Two tell her late fee, you have one new message.
1: Hi, Dustin and Zach. This is Don the Dragon Wilson. Look, I'm coming out of retirement. I, I, I got a rematch with the guy I fought in Blood Fist, the original guy with had the mohawk uh, haircut. And uh, I know I can take this guy, man. He, he's old now. He's, he's not like me. He hasn't been taking his vitamins. So uh, uh, I got to talk to you guys about training. I need some sparring partners. And you guys were the first guys I could think of. Thanks. Bye
2: before there was imdb.com there was zach and dustin you know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up that's us but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989
0: No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah. This is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth
2: that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Welcome friends, if you are like us, like Zach and I, growing up in that wonderful decade we call the 1980s, as well as the 90s, but the 80s shaping your, your precious little minds, and then the 90s, you discover sort of who you are as a person for the first time. And one of those things that you happen to love is martial arts movies, then our guest today will not be a stranger to you at all. He is an 11-time kickboxing champion, turned action star, at one of the most amazing times for action movies. And I'm talking, of course, about Don the Dragon Wilson. And Don came in earlier this month. We had him in live, and uh, you got to see him in the studio in Real Voice LA. And this, is the audio version, which will have bonus features and all these other wonderful things. But, Zach, for those who might, you know, be like, oh, I know Donnie's been in all those movies, but they maybe don't know those movies offhand, what, can you fill us in on some of the some of those
0: titles? Well, some of the titles that stood out to me in his career, the Blood Fist movies, one through eight. Eight. Eight Blood Fist Holy movies. He talks a bit moly. about that in the interview, why... He did eight of those, or are they all connected or not? Uh, Ring of Fire 1 and 2. He was in also Red Sun Rising, which Don specifically says that's his favorite movie that he's made from this genre. So you'll find out in the interview why, why that movie is so important to him. He actually tells some really fascinating stories about that movie, his relationship with Chris Penn, We did touch upon New York Ninja, and you guys know, because those of you that have listened to our show for quite some time now know that we are huge fans of New York Ninja. We have a relationship with the music composers Voyager 3. We've talked extensively about that movie. Well, guess what? He's going to tell his side of the story of why he made New York Ninja, his connection to it, and uh, it's a good one. It's a good one for sure, but Dustin's right. There's a lot of extra stuff, fun stuff we added into this interview that you'll hear that you didn't see in the video version. And if you would like to see the video version and you haven't yet, go over to our YouTube page and go check that out.
2: I do also want to mention that we have an amazing uh, merch collaboration happening right now with Preserved Dragons. Our friend Martin Goh made a special dragon uh, series, if you will. Based on Bloodfist, you guys can go on over to his website. The uh, information is in the footnotes of this episode, and you can go and you can get 20% off everything.
0: Yeah, if you use the code $2 late fee, use the code $2 late fee and get 20% off. Martin, uh, he makes some amazing shirts. But go over to Preserve Dragons and get yourself a Bloodfist tee that represents Don's character from the first Bloodfist, along with one of the infamous villains from blood fist the t is not only killer looking but he also slapped a two dollar late fee logo on the sleeve and if you want that you just want to be a part of the cool kid group get yourself some yeah preserved dragons that logo will get you chicks
2: no this is an exclusive this is an exclusive t-shirt this is an exclusive t-shirt you will not find uh the two dollars late fee logo and the preserved dragons logo on anything else uh so it's it is very cool. It is, it is a one-of-a-kind, limited-edition shirt. So you should go get it
0: before it's gone. Get it now and get your groove on with Don the Dragon Wilson because he's coming at you.
2: Get your groove on.
0: <laughs> and
2: before we go, just want to remind everybody, uh, thank you so, so, so much for listening. But you can also get bonus features, bonus content, exclusive, exclusive things like a $2 late fee, personalized mix CD, um, you know, special segments uh, with myself, of course, our our flagship show, Tales from the Video Store. You know, $2.00 late fee is named after late fees that you would get at a video store, guys. Um, so when people ask you, like, what's the title about? That's what it's about. But only our hardcore listeners know that. And then the hardcore, hardcore listeners who subscribe to our Patreon for just $2 a month, I might add, can get the bonus Tales from the Video Store where we dig in, it's 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 amazing, we just like reveal all these things that, you know, stories from Zach's, stories from myself, but stories from special guests also. That's very exciting. And we are also a part of the Geekscape Network, which whatever you love, be it movies, TV, video games, music, they've got it all there guys. So like, come here for your 80s movies fix, but go to all these other shows like Binge Town TV, Geekscape the podcast,
0: so many, so many good ones. Uh, 8-Bit Fusion, yeah. It's all good stuff. Go check out the Geekscape network and enjoy all the nostalgic fun. I do want to finally say that this is the culmination of our Martial Arts Madness Month. We've had four solid weeks of nothing but Martial Arts Madness for you all this is our favorite month to celebrate some of the movies we absolutely love and some of the actors and performers and people involved in these that we adore as well so we hope you've enjoyed martial arts madness and i can't think of a better way to round out martial arts madness with a roundhouse kick from none other than don the dragon wilson enjoy
3: Finally, a major martial arts movie starring the greatest kickboxers in the world. For 2,000 years, Taekwondo has evolved as the deadliest art of the Orient. Here, an American kickboxing champion is murdered. Now, his brother has set out to find that killer. But to find the killer, he must first battle the world's most lethal warriors. World karate champion Billy Blanks. Junior Light heavyweight world champ Rob Common. Aguilar, Southeast Asia kickboxing champion, and starring Don the Dragon Wilson, highest-rated champion in kickboxing history. Now, he must prepare to enter the ultimate competition to win the battle of hand-to-hand, full-contact karate. Don Wilson is, quite frankly, a one-man army, American Karate Magazine. Don Wilson is, by far, the most exciting fighter on the scene today, inside Kung Fu. Don Wilson is the greatest kickboxer of all time, Black Belt Magazine. Blood Fist, where every means to fight, every deadly opponent, clash. And only one will triumph. Blood Fist, a gathering of the most awesome human weapons.
0: Don the Dragon Wilson, it is a true honor to have you on $2 Late Fee. Thank you for being here.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm uh, always happy to talk to the fans. This is huge. This
0: is huge. When I said to Dustin that we got the dragon on our show, I was like, where do we start? Where do we start with your career? What do we start with? In the ring, on screen, your films were are a staple of growing up, our, our,
1: our childhood, our well, Quentin Tarantino showed both this one and two at his theater here in L.A., and Newberg he called, the he called them yeah. classics. Yeah, so yeah. If, yeah. I, that That's the best plug yeah. we could get is from Quentin. There you yeah. go.
0: I, if, if Quentin says it's true, then classics. it must be. Can we, yeah. uh,
2: you know what I? where I'd love to start is actually the nickname of the dragon.
1: Okay, well, it's not as most people would think because um, uh, people thought that you know, Bruce Lee was popular in the 70s, and I started fighting in 1974, by the way. That's where I got it, my very first fight. Uh, But it was from the Dragon style of Kung Fu I studied. Pai Kung Fu. It's the Dragon style. So um, when they came to me, my very first fight, the ring announcer comes in the locker room, 1974, and he says, what's your ring name? And I go, ring name? What's that? He said, you know, like uh, Smoking Joe Frazier, you know, Marvelous Marvel. And I said, oh, um, the dragon. So I tell people to this day, I said, be careful what you say, because it may follow you your entire life. Because it did with me. (laughs) It was a... Three-second decision, and uh, when it became my movie name because I was well-known as a fighter, and so it became, on my posters, Don the Dragon Wilson. So today, if you say I, I saw a Don Wilson movie, they wouldn't know who you're talking about unless they're really old, and then they know Jack um, Jack Benny yeah. had a announcer, radio announcer named Don Wilson that worked with him. <laughs> That's the only other famous Don Wilson, so uh, without the dragon, nobody would know me. Well, you picked well. I mean,
2: you didn't just go like this snorkel, or like you know, you you picked <laughs> a good snorkel. No, no, that was like, pure luck, though.
1: Because if you if you think that I had any idea that forty years later or more, more it's actually been more than forty years. Yeah, later. yeah, my uh, gosh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'd still be no known one needs by to that. Know. I'd be known by that. Um, I would. I, it'd be incredulous. I'd be. I wouldn't have yeah. believed it.
0: It's 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 a name no. that is it truly captures who you are in your spirit in your energy I think uh, and and right. it's it's and the fact that people don't say the dragon they just say Don the Dragon Wilson it's always been Don the Dragon Wilson right. they Don Don don't say Wilson. the
1: the Rock you know now well it's, even producers just call me that and and I was <laughs> you know I've known <laughs> Michael Madsen since the Reservoir Dogs uh, my best friend was Chris Penn. yeah rest in peace Chris but. Um, so I, Michael Madsen, he, he was in this producer's office, and, and they're calling me the dragon. And they said, does anybody ever call you by your name? They just say Don Wilson. I said, yeah. no, actually, no. they don't. They, they, they Why would s- they? Don the dragon Wilson. Yeah. When I'm announced, when I, I, I it's kind of strange, though. <laughs> because when you think about it, Cynthia is known as the Lady Dragon. That's one of the coincidences. Yep. But people don't really call her that. They don't uh, call her Lady Dragon. Maybe it's because it's a woman. It feels too...
2: I don't there, know. There is something weird about it, right? Like yeah. the, like the dragons coming in, it's so, the lady dragons coming in. You're like
1: On movie sets, they don't say uh Mr. Wilson's coming on the set or Don Wilson, right? They they go the dragons on the set. Or, you the dra- know it. On the yeah. It, it, the, I Yeah. I I'm just it. yeah, it's just become my moniker, I guess, is the word or Yeah, I'm but just...
2: but even before we started rolling, you were like you sort of met, you referred to yourself in the third person like the dr- it's good for the dragon. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, there's amazing. there may be yeah. They usually think that there's something wrong with people that refer to themselves. As, like <laughs> Trump says, well, the president of the United States would never do that. Right. And everybody's sitting there, but you're the president. That's you, yeah.
0: He, he's a third oh, person we okay. could not necessarily have to refer to today, but uh,
1: <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> hey, you know what shocked me, though? You know, you know of, of course, we're in Hollywood. We're in, we're in L.A. This yeah, is liberal, yeah. and uh, we're going to be very popular. Anything you say, the negative Politically, about Trump is popular oh, in here. Yep. But uh, around America, there, there's at least 50% of the country that is swear by him. Look, you know? yeah. best but, president but, of all t- time. He can't be just a good one, he's got to be the best president in history. To those people to yep. to his
0: fans, and I think you it's safe to say when when someone is a fan of something, uh there are there's a level of fandom that you can do no wrong. I'm sure And you Well they call that a cult. They yes they do. <laughs> they
1: call that a cult. That's it. And, and I may have some cult followers, so there's nothing wrong with cults. Well, right. Cults if you're at the head of it. And and I there may be some martial artists that just like my movies because I'm the dragon and I was right. just—I was just going to say that I was just yeah. going to say, uh, you know, you, it, Quentin Tarantino
0: endorsed your BloodFist movies, and, yeah. and he said, and New Beverly Cinema is a is a celebration of every genre that you can think of, and the fact that he considers yes. that the fact that he mm-hmm. considers BloodFist one and two in that genre is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of want to jump into that a little yeah, bit. Okay. So, what you you met? Did
1: you like meet? How did you meet Roger Corman, and that whole relationship develop? Well, um, first of all, I probably wouldn't be sitting here if I had not met Roger. True. Because, um, uh, you know, I m- went out to L.A. based on Chuck Norris's suggestion. But when I got here, they were not, not – the doors were not going down. And where down were you
4: before? Where, Florida. Florida. Cocoa okay. Beach, Florida. Okay. Uh,
1: I grew up there. I was born in Illinois, but uh, we moved to Florida at four, and, you know, I have very few memories of Illinois. So I grew up in Florida. But I moved to L.A. in 85, and when I got here, I, of course, I enrolled in acting classes and I went around, I finally got an agent and, and I was doing the acting thing, auditioning for roles. And mm-hmm. there were, Sean Penn, uh, you know, Chris was my friend. So I t- talked to Sean and Sean said, you're going to have a hard time in Hollywood, Don. And I said, why? He goes, they don't write roles for six foot tall Asians with Southern accents. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the South. Yeah. And, 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 but, but here's what ended up happening, though. They end up writing the roles for yeah. me. Yeah. But I did what. Take John Penn. No, no, ah. no. He knows the business because now I <laughs> yeah, know yeah. the odds that I was going to be starring on HBO yeah, after right. being out here for like two years. It, no, it's an uphill remarkable. battle. It's an uphill battle. Yeah, for sure. For anybody, if yeah. even if you're it, talented and you're and I was yes. not even young.
4: You it, know, if you're young,
1: you, you know you could start and work your way up. But yeah. um, I was already considered. I was thirty when I, thirty-one when I moved here. Yeah, in yeah, so, 85, yeah. That's, yeah. The acting
0: classes are all teenagers. Right. They, they start young. Right. Well, there's, a, there's another thing there, another, another kind of check in that box of, like, you're, you're going to have a hard time making it. Because you know this business. It's, it's truly a lightning bolt. If you're not that lightning bolt for that flash, then it's over, right? And here you are with the odds stacked against you at a time when predominantly, let's be honest, predominantly every martial art hero on screen was a white guy.
1: Well, they, w- they wanted, a um, like, a, a Chuck Norris or a Van Damme. You know, you you could be maybe European and have an accent because Van Damme already opened those doors. Right. But Chuck was the white guy. Yeah. You know, uh, look, when they did uh, Warner Brothers did uh, Enter the Dragon. Yes. They didn't consider Bruce Lee the, the star of it. No. They considered John, John Saxon. Saxon. Yeah. yeah. They thought he was like a sidekick kind of yeah. thing. Because they were not starring Asians. What other Asian had ever starred in a Hollywood film as the lead in, in yeah. 19, I think it was like 74, 73, yes. 73, right. 73 yeah. it came yep. out. And so, uh, yeah, he was knocking down doors back then. Big time. And the doors are a little coming down in America, but not for me. They came down for Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Chow Yun-fat. Mm-hmm. If you're Asian, and I've been offered studio films, if I can do the Asian accent. Mm, which Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, well, this was, I can, I can talk about it because well, it's in the past. It, yeah, we, please. It was Wesley Snipes any, and any it was uh, Sean Connery. Oh, Rising and the Sun. Studio, uh, yeah, okay. Rising Sun, right. Yeah. yeah. They called me up and asked me to do it. And I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to. But I was in Europe at the time. <clears throat> and I said, well, will you wait for me to get back? They said, absolutely, we'll wait for you. So we get back. And I go to the meeting. And they said, well, this has got to be done. This character has got to be done in a thick Japanese accent. And I said, well, I don't do any accents. Yeah. And they go, you don't. They, they already they see my face. They say, well, this guy's got of to Of course, do it. yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I said, no, I, I, I don't do one. I said, and, and I to tell you the truth, I said, I, I wouldn't want to even attempt to get a voice coach and all that. Because I said I, I, be embarrassing to me, and I didn't come out here for that kind of yeah. career. Yeah. To be playing Asians. And um, so they said, Well, thank you for coming in, or <laughs> whatever. So I didn't get, get that one. I, I, I think a friend of mine, I think maybe Kerry Tagawa might have got it. Or he did. It was, uh, oh, he he did. yeah. Okay. He did. Uh, he, yeah. But Kerry and I are good friends now. We've been friends for pre-
0: many years. Phenomenal actor. But, he, yeah. he He's wonderful, and we're big fans of his work. Yeah. But that's a big, like, I, my wife the other day, uh, we were watching an interview with you, and she said, he should have been in Shang-Chi. I go, yeah, he should have been in Shang-Chi in some some, some degree. H- had, like, oh, I've never even heard of that. What, what, so wait, is, a, <laughs> is it TV or did, is it a, a film? It there was a Marvel Marvel movie that
1: came out oh, the, last year.
0: And it was a Marvel, uh, it was the first predominantly Asian cast
1: Marvel film. Well, I don't even have an agent now, if it was recent, because my agent died. Okay. The, one that I got in 1985, so I kept in my entire the same career. Agent. same oh, agent. Oh,
2: amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and,
1: and, and look, I, I can tell you, I, I at the time when I was doing up to five movies in one year, um, CAA approached me about leaving representation. And basically, they were representing, at the time, uh, Aaron Spelling. Okay. And he wanted to do a TV series. And they said, he's got so much pull. He said, Don, he, it's a two-year guarantee. He he, can, They'll just move it around. They'll adjust it. But he's you, you got two years to make your series. A, and now this is before Walker, Texas Ranger. So basically, I said, no. I turned down Aaron Spelling and CAA back in the 90s. Um, I don't know the exact year, but I remember the agent ended up becoming a producer himself, and mm. he produced a series called 24, I believe it was, yep. with Kiefer she Sutherland. Said, yep. Yep. Yeah, heard the, of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we Actually, we, we, we've uh, it's, it's sad I don't remember his name, but I did have you know almost 100 pro fights. But um, <laughs> he ended up working out in my gym, my boxing gym, the agent. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and, he, and he, <laughs> he became producer of 24, and yeah, uh, I—, I I apologize. I say, hopefully, he doesn't hear, hear this and hear that I forgot his name. He's going to be so bummed yeah. out. No, he won't be bummed out. He's probably. But, but, kind but of I, no, but I should remember his name. I mean, you know, it's not every day he calls up and offers you a TV series. Well, that's the thing.
0: You you were on. You were at a point in your career, and and I think you've spoken about this before.
1: You've made well over thirty movies that you've starred mm-hmm. in, and they've all made money. My distinction is, they're all Hollywood films. Yeah, because Jackie Chan didn't do as many films, Hollywood ones. He did many Chinese films. But it wasn't until Rush Hour that he got famous here. You're right. But um, Jet Li, Johnny Young, uh, Chao Yun-Fat, those guys do Hong Kong films. Mm-hmm. But I've started more Hollywood films than any other Asian American. I'm also mixed, you know. Yeah. Right. We don't... Right. You, I may look real Asian to white people but over there. They know I'm mixed. <laughs> I'm, obvi- I'm obviously... <laughs> I, right. they may, most right. people think I'm Hawaiian or... Filipino.
0: Yeah. Well, there's been you an know. element of, and Dustin and I were talking about this the other day, there's an element in, in your movies where you're, you're cast either maybe, like in Ring of Fire, you're cast a, as being Chinese. Chinese, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And,
0: and then, but I always felt there was a lot of heart in that film because there's an element of uh, cultural representation and, and factual uh, things in regards to being yes. Chinese. You're not Chinese. Now, it wasn't
1: written by a Chinese man. It, it was a white guy, but he did research. Of course, you should if you're going to write about a bunch of Chinese. I mean, well, you should. Yeah. Well, for one thing that shocked me is when, they, when they're in mourning, because there was a scene. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I look k- Asian, but I'm from Florida. Your so you're died. probably more Asian than me. <laughs> if you eat sushi, you are, because I don't eat sushi. Okay. But, wow, um, okay, fun fact. But right. More they Asian wear, than a dragon. I didn't know this. At their <laughs> funerals, you know how we were black? They were yeah. white. Yeah. So when they came up to the wardrobe for the funeral scene, I'm looking at this white suit. And I'm thinking, "What?" And you're
2: like I don't even know the traditions here. I don't. Well, yeah. I, I well, I'm not yeah.
1: i I'm not Chinese. Yeah.
2: No, right. But I'm just and, like, uh, <laughs> in the same way that the writers would do the background. You, you Yes. Know, you, I, it,
1: it, well, you know, maybe I should have done some Chinese background, <laughs> but <I did. laughs> no, it's not. It's not relevant as an actor. The, well, listen, to, that, to that, the, those were early in my career as well. I do a lot more uh, research on the character, of today than I did then well,
0: yeah and that, and that and was at a stage in your career where yeah. you were just starting out really yeah. I, mean, I think blood fist came out in like the late 80s but
1: but i also think it's really it's 1990 and i'm and blood sport was shot in 88 yeah, that's right. so that's our right. blood fist was yeah. shot in 88 uh so yeah it was 1990 i'd been an actor for two yeah. years but
2: don it's, so, it's really important to note because i didn't know this really yeah. like i guess i knew maybe subconsciously but like from
1: 89 to 94 a five-year period mm-hmm. You released 14 movies. Well, I I released, well, listen, and this got me an interview with uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, I (coughs) released, excuse me, I released five movies in 13 months. Wow. And that's insane. They were shot and released, all successful, by the way. Right. And. um, That's huge. Entertainment Weekly, to their knowledge, no American actor in the history of film has been the star. Now, you can be a character actor and appear in maybe five in one year. But it was actually 13 months, but technically it's 13, but it, they're saying a year. I, but to shoot and release five movies, all the same genre, martial art action, and to be the star of it, it's never been done. Yeah. Now, first of all, that's not a goal. And do you think Tom Cruise, if Tom Cruise wanted to release a movie every week, he could. Yeah. But no actor does that. There, there was a term, and, and Sean Penn is one of the guys who said it to me. The other actors, too. They said, done. You're gonna be overexposed. You're mm-hmm. overexposed. You gotta say no to these. Mo- mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I've been broke my entire life. <laughs> I said now, right. when they wa- if they're gonna pay me the money to do these movies, because the money was good. Of course, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, the, of course. But, so one thing in Hollywood, yeah, true. I, I'm not gonna. It's no secret. If you're working, you're making money. Yeah, um, bills. So I said I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So, but I realize now, not only was I not overexposed, because Roger Corman asked me when I did the five movies, he said, "What was your most." popular movie. Which one did the best? I said, the last one. And, and so instead of, but here's, here's the reason why. My movies were for video, home mm-hmm. video. Now people would go every week. If you're a video rental, you go on Friday to rent your movie, your entertainment over the weekend. Yep. And I said, there's 52 weeks in a year. And, and how many people watch Walker every week? Every week. I could have done a movie, I could have done 50 movies, and they would have still gone, as long as they were entertaining. Now, I'm not saying people are going to sit there, if it's a bad script, the music, it, it, yeah. the, if the um, production values and the entertainment values, people don't want to watch 50 bad movies, or even five bad movies. Actually, the the best movie that I did was the last one, so of course, and it was an HBO world premiere, so it got exposed. Most direct video you've never heard of it till you go to the video store and said hey, and they they usually will get like ten of mine so yeah. you you don't right. miss it, yep. and they go oh he's got a new movie coming out I haven't seen that one and they just rent it. Well, we worked at video stores, both of oh, us. Oh, so you guys know how the customers the are.
0: Two dollar late fee uh, moniker do. comes from, you know. Oh, no,
1: it all makes sense. It now. all <laughs> is coming together. So that that was the thing on the on the
0: storefront. This is a
1: reference to you guys, not necessarily whatever topics you guys cover.
0: No, it's always two dollar late fee. Then yeah. and just having you on to to champion the movies that you've made that mm. were on that on that shelf that we would rent on
1: Friday nights, or people would come in that and grab a stack. Right yeah, we have them all. Well, listen, displays. the <laughs> head of Blockbuster when I was on Batman Forever, came to the set because he wanted to meet me. And and Joel Schumacher was so he was like shocked. Like they, they, here's what the guy said to him. He's so it's me and Joel Schumacher and the head of Blockbuster. <clears throat> he said, You should rename this movie. And he goes, Really? He said, Yeah, you should call it Batman and the Dragon. Oh,
0: yeah. Cool mm. with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um I was a- actually asked to work three oh Joel has passed away. No, rest in, rest in, peace, in peace, Joe. Yeah. But, he, uh, but he he, asked me to work on the movie for three months. And I said, I can't work on this thing for three months. And because the role he wanted me to, to be was a head bad guy, henchman, they called me, uh, who worked for Tommy Lee Jones. And I, all the action scenes mm. to be me and my guys, me and my... Yeah. And I said, Joe, I can't do that because I got contracts. And I said, they'll, they'll sue me. they got all these low-budget movies lined up. And he said, well, thank you for coming in. I wanted to add ah. martial arts. And, and, and I leave. So then about... I, I, I should have written down when it, but it was about a week or maybe two weeks later. Okay. I get a phone call, excited call from my agent. Because, you know, this is Warner Brothers' big tent pole movie. Yeah. And he, he goes, Joel Schumacher wants you to meet him. You got to go over to Warner Brothers again. And I go, okay, great. Right. So I, I go over to Warner Brothers, and he's got
2: a he's, bag of money. No, no.
1: He's, <laughs> he's treating this like a CIA document. He's got two pieces of paper. He pulls it out of a thing. He Ooh. hands it because oh. nobody, they could not let. You can only right. see the scenes you you're leave in. With the, no, yeah, that, that yeah, right. script was kept, like, a, right. like I said, it's like a top of secret course. thing. And Warner Brothers. So he reads the pages were exactly what I said. I said, I could come in and do one fight scene and leave. And I said, I asked for him to disguise me. Because, so I ended up playing the guy with the skull face. Yeah. Uh, I had a gang or whatever. But um, he, it was perfect. I, I, look, I don't know for a fact, I think he wrote mm-hmm. it in. I don't think it had anything to do with the script. Yeah. You know, uh, Robin steals the Batmobile. He goes into a bad area of town. Yeah. He he kind of gets into a little fight action with mm-hmm. me, and then Batman comes. Yeah. And, and uh, that was the scene. Why did and you want to be disguised? Be, because I, I felt like this. Because remember now, I'm not a, I'm an actor. I'm only thinking about guys before me. Okay. Bruce Lee didn't get his start by getting beaten up by somebody. True. Uh, Chuck Norris didn't get his start by be getting uh, beaten up by somebody. True. Uh, you know, they. I didn't. The biggest movie that I would have been in then would be my face, right? You say, yeah. "Look, there's Don the Dragon Wilson." Yeah. and Robin kicks my butt. Yeah, right. Now, Not even Batman. Now, now here's, one of, yeah. here's one of the coincidences. Here's one of the coincidences of my life that you guys are going to think I must have paid to do this, or I must have known it ahead of time. Bruce Lee ended up fighting one comic book hero. Can you guess who it is? Yeah, Batman. it's Robin. Yeah, Robin. No, he <laughs> didn't fight Rob, but Batman. He fought Robin. Uh, Green Hornet. Green fought Hornet. So, yeah. what are the odds that we're going to fight yeah. a comic book character and the exact same one? Yeah. Right, you know, and and, and and yeah. So that's one of the coincidences. Um, you alluded, we both fought Robin. If, you alluded to that.
2: If it was Batman, yeah. would you have felt better about it? Like you'd be like, all right, I won't have my mask on, or, or it didn't matter. You're no, like, I don't. You wanna. know what? I was like, like, <laughs> thinking. I was <laughs> like, I'm an eleven times. First of all, first of all,
1: no, it's a movie, right? doesn't matter what you do. I, I should have just done anything they asked yeah. me to do. And because, look, my be- like I said, my best friend was Chris Penn. Chris used to say, Don, this, you know, they're not prejudiced against Asians. If you were a green Martian and your movies made, if they think it was going to help right. a movie make money, they'd cast you. He said, it's just, it's a club, though. It's yeah. more like a club. He says, you're not in the club right now. So when the studios approached me, I, Joe Shue, um, yeah, Joe Silver asked me to do a movie, and Richard Donner was directing it. And I said, and Stallone was the star of it. It was called, it was with Antonio Banderas because I was supposed to kill assassins. him. Assassins. He was going to kill me. Antonio. Assassins. Okay, assassins. Yeah. And I said no. And, I, and it wasn't for the money because it was more money than I'd been paid to be the star of a movie. And it was, it was uh, two weeks work. Okay. And, and I, I had to fly out of the state or whatever. And I was going to have a big action scene with Antonio Banderas and he was going to, at the end of it, shoot me. And I said no. Because I didn't, I should have got in the club. Mm. Because... Had I it's, gone let's, first of all, let, here's what Richard Donner did right after that. He was already thinking about bringing a martial artist into the Lethal Weapon series because the next one Jet Li was in. Like right now, I, nothing, against Li, nothing, for, nothing against Jet Li. Nothing against Jet Li. But he's not that might. But he's the
2: Jet. He's not the well. Yeah,
1: he's a nice guy, Jet Li. I've met him one time in Beijing. I met him. He's a really There's nice guy. Um, but um, I would have buddied up. I would got in the club with Richard Donner, and not only that, but who became the biggest producer of martial art action, Joel Silver. Yeah. He did The Matrix. Yeah. Do you see me in yeah. The Matrix? Any of them? Do you see me even as an when extra? I, when I squint no. sometimes I do. I fantasize. Something. I fantasize, I you fantasize will, that you No. <laughs> you will never see me in there because, yeah. they, they, uh, you know, he's Mr. Hollywood because – Everything was positive. I had my agent because you know, we know what movies are going coming out before they come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So, I a uh, martial arts science fiction is going to be made. I said, Hey, my agent, I called him and said, Hey, call Joel and because his head of production, the guy that his, his main assistant or whatever worked with me anyway, and and see if there's anything I could do there. And they go, Oh, absolutely, we would not make a martial art movie without Don Wilson. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. we're, we're gonna have tons of roles yeah. at Don. Can be in this 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 martial art movie, the very first Matrix now, because they didn't even know it was going to make money the first one. No, uh, they they assumed it would. It was Joel Silver, you know. Most of his movies do make money, but um, but no, you don't see me in there. And I realize now, when you say no to them, that the door is closed to you. Mm. And it wasn't because <laughs> stupid. First of all, it doesn't matter if Antonio Medeiros kills me in a movie. I should have just gotten in the club. Doesn't matter how you get in. You know, I I, 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 my question to, to yeah. follow
0: up on that is because you talk about, there's a lot of coincidences in your life yeah. and, and we often talk about how everything that gets you to where you are now in your, in your life ha- meant, uh, happened for a reason, right? Good and bad it gets yeah. you to where you are now. Yeah. And, and would you say in this place
1: in your life right now, you're in a good place? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I've already, it, right? I, no, I've already had more luck. Uh, than anybody deserves. And, and I said, I, I, I'm known as one of the best kickboxers. Okay. You are. I said, yes, but you know what? I'm definitely the luckiest kickboxer. Mm. And they go, well, how do you go by that? I, and I, I tell huh. the story. And I told the story to Holyfield. We both got awards from Arnold Schwarzenegger at his event. And I told, and this never happens. If you handed me a script, and this is my real life, I would say, nobody's going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 this doesn't happen. Okay, so a week before my last fight, my retirement fight, in 2002, I get a broken rib in the gym. Hmm. And uh, my trainer said, well, what are you going to do? We're going to have to pull out. are so you I, sparring? Or you, it, yeah, yeah, sparring. Because, uh, you know, when you're – I was 48 years old. When you're 48 years old, yeah. somebody hits you in the rib, it cracks. Mm. Now, it's not broken like that, but it's a, what they call a hairline fracture. But sure. believe me, man, it felt like a knife in the oh, – Yeah, I, Horrible. I, and I said, I'm going to fight the guy. I'm just going to keep my right hand here, and I'm going to outpoint him. I, I've got the experience, and I, I picked the right guy. He was the main event for years when he was younger, at uh, the Tropicana Atlantic City. Wow. Because that's where we fought Tropicana, and um, so, this crowd's going to be sold out. Then you know, I'm, it's my retirement fight, and everything. We announced it. So I go there, and I fight the fight, and I've got my right hand here, and I've got two boxing trainers in my corner. I've got uh, uh, Michael Nuns and. Uh, Ken Norton's former trainer. Okay, and I fight nine rounds now. With, this is with the broken ribbon and not throwing right hands because if you throw the right,
2: it's, gonna, it's uh, right. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. So
1: and I didn't want to take that chance. So it's the ninth round, and I and
2: so, so you were fighting and, like this, or I, well, how,
1: I, no, how are I'm you? fighting like this, and I'm yeah. fighting like, yeah. but yeah. I, I'm not. I, I,
2: you're taped up. You're, you're, it's painful. Yeah. No, there's no tape. There's, no, no.
1: Nothing's oh, gonna save no. you when you break it the week before the fight. Right? It's just it's just like a knife going into your yeah. rib, every oh. breath. Oh, every man. breath. And so here's what happens. Um, I look at my trainer and I say, am I, am I winning this fight? And Bill Slayton is his name. He, he passed away. He looks at me and he goes, and he looks down at the ground.
5: Mm, now, yeah. normally,
1: even if you're getting your rear end handed to you, they lie. They go, yeah. You're doing great, Don. Yeah. Go out there, you win this last round. You gotta win this he just couldn't lie to me and then my other trainer goes look at that audience and I looked and it was sold out he goes if they announce he's got the decision he said there ain't going to be any booing out there they're all his fans they all came to see him win mm-hmm. and he said it's the last round it was the 10th round he said you got to knock him out i was 48 years old <laughs> i get up i get up i go over there now here's the lucky part i'm telling you this is all a story based i'm telling you how lucky i am yeah so I have not thrown a, a serious right hand for nine rounds because I told you, like, yeah. if, I, if I did, it was yeah. like a jab. It, I, yeah. I had not hit him. So his left hand, after nine rounds of that, his left hand, he's fighting like this. Wow. He, he, he's waiting for this. and th- mm-hmm. But this, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he I had not done. I, in other yeah. words, we spend, like, two or three techniques setting guys up. I spent nine rounds setting him up for the right hand. Mm. Who would do that? Who would yeah. have the patience yeah. and have the confidence to not throw it? And so you see it's open, you don't yep. go because you yep. want to really set him up. Yeah. right. So you couldn't be more set up. I throw the right hand and knock him right out. He goes down, <laughs> I look. I, and when you know when they say that the whites of their eye, there is a little truth to that. When you look down, you don't see his pupils. You know he is not getting; he's not beating that count. Wow! His his brain has been shut off; it does not start up. And if you get up, you're, you're, the referee's going to stop it. He didn't, by the way. He, he, the fight was over. So they go, ladies and gentlemen, winner by knockout in the tenth and final round with four seconds on the clock. <laughs> Holy crap! Now tell me, I'm not lucky. <laughs> well, you, you, I, I can fight with a broken rib, down on points. And I'll still. If you give me four seconds, <laughs> I will leave with that win. Is that
2: luck? Like, yeah, no. is that luck? I, I would. I would argue that's preparation. That's well, that your, your I opponent d- is. Did and know, I'm you... not
1: a quitter. Right. Some guys would have. That's a big deal. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I tell people that I save because my last two fights, I fought the MGM also ten rounds broken rib. Not in the front though. It was in the back. Oh. Yeah. So, but anyway, I. I fought my last twenty rounds as a kickboxer in my late forties with broken ribs. Broke ribs. Now, if you're eighteen, fighting, going into the fight with a cracked rib, first it's illegal, basically. It's, just, it, I was, I'm, I'm breaking the rule. Well, it's not illegal with the law. I'm not gonna go to jail. But <laughs> I, I, but you, you're, you can't go in with, with you can't I, I, you can't go in with knowing you got a broken rib. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you you're not supposed to fight you, one you round. Fill
2: out a form, and it's like, are you being truthful? And you're like,
5: uh,
1: I don't remember what I fought. Yeah. I, you Can know what? I smidge that. I fought for 28 years. I just signed everything they played. I just signed. Right? I could have a I signed. Uh, I, well, whatever. I, was the money? I had no good? idea.
0: Was the money good? Yeah, yeah. All
1: the money when I came out of retirement, um, total, I made over four hundred thousand dollars. Holy, crap. yeah. Uh, and, and and I was being told. Well, that was three fights in an exhibition. Um, I was being told, <laughs> why, why are you? Coming out of retirement, you're too old to fight. You too old. Yeah. And, I, and I said, no. You know what? I said I'm going to make more money coming out of retirement than I made my entire career as a kickboxer, wow. which I did yeah. Yeah. over four hundred grand. I yeah. almost a half a million. But listen to this: I'm being offered now. If I, I got one hundred fifty thousand when I signed the contract to come out of retirement, just that was called a signing bonus. That was not what I got. I got twelve percent of the pay per view. But okay. now they're they're paying half a million just to sign the contract. Like if I agree to fight, and yeah. and I've got people approaching me to fight and to this day people want right to fight right now because before it never existed and nobody thought that people would watch old fighters like Tyson. Yeah. Tyson got 10 million when he did Roy Jones. Right. 10 million when he went with Roy Jones. Um Conor McGregor, uh, uh, the uh, Mayweather, the 100 million, 200 million for Mayweather, 100 million to Conor. The amount of money the signing bonuses 500 grand. Well, I think about it's Like Van Dam yeah. said cuz Van Dam's one of the guys. So I I might fight Van Dam wants three million. He'll sign the contract. That's that's what came back to me. Okay. You know, so um, so so it may happen. You might see wow. John Fraud Van Dum in the ring with me. But <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. You know, him what, you know what? You know what? Listen, listen. Uh, uh, we'll do all the yakking and talking and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the contract is signed, Man, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's part that's of amazing. it. That co- all goes yeah. with it. you know. Even uh, Roy Jones when he or not Roy Jones, but um, Connor and Mayweather, they did a bunch of those pre-fight yeah. interviews all over the country. It's like a road show. You, yeah. And it's all, got it. it's all free for pay-per-view because they, they own their own site and they just run it yeah. on a right. loop. Just, right. you know, uh, building the fight up. But, but, who would guess that old fighters could make money? Well, I'll tell you.
0: Uh, nostalgia, uh, on, we talk about this on the show. Nostalgia mm. is one hell of a drug. Yeah. People well, look love... Look at
1: the, martial, uh, the Karate Kid. Karate uh, Kid. Cobra Kai. Kai.
0: Yeah, so I... I Heard of it, it yeah. It, it,
1: it, it, at one time, it was network, Netflix's number one show. I think that actually you yeah. and
0: Cynthia Rothrock should be on that show and oh. to some degree. I think
1: Cynthia got on it, though. She's going to be... Uh, she got contacted by them.
0: Good.
2: Oh. So I
1: think she is going to be Cause, on cause it, yeah. Because
2: Zach uh, had the people call. Call. I,
0: I did. So. I put it... No, I <laughs> went. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> I was gonna say, I
1: was gonna say, yeah, she she was approached by them. Well, I will
0: say, I will say, um, I have this feeling. I'm like when 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 we have guests on mm-hmm. the show, I'm like something. And they're, they're talking about a project they're working on. It's gonna happen. It's that mm-hmm. intuition, mm-hmm. you know. But I will say, uh, you know, you talked about you could have been a part of that club, right? The Stallone. Well, well, thing.
1: well. Look, look, look. The club is still. There's well, still it is a club and yeah. I'm still breathing. No, my, that's my point. My <laughs> no, point is all ribs are good. Could, all ribs look, are, are not yes, no okay. Yeah, yeah. But good. um, Jackie Chan did many B movie. When I say B, I mean those you know, Hong Kong movies. Yeah, yeah. They weren't even in English. And there's no other recognizable stars yeah. in them. It's, sure. it's not like the studio kind of movies. So he did a lot of uh, independent films. Yes, and uh, lower budget than even mine. Some of them because you know it right. we're talking Chinese dollars, not U.S. dollars. And it was uh, rush hour. All of a sudden, he's making fifteen million. Exactly. So it only takes yeah. one one thing to turn it around, and it takes you can you can have a couple of losers before you're well written it's, off. It's right. different now. Right. It's
0: different now. I think back twenty right. yeah. years ago. Twenty years ago, everything's it, different now. Yeah, like when you were saying, you know, the perception was, oh, you make movies that are that go straight to the video mm-hmm. store. However, here we are. 40 years later we have you on the show I'm we're looking at you like you look fantastic and you and and also you are it, it, you are an icon you're an icon for martial arts cinema you're an icon for kickboxing you're an icon for so many people in this in this world for dragons for, right and not snorkels yep, yep, um nope. but you know the thing is like your longevity The fact that you've made all of these films, these all these fought all these fights, you've you've done different projects. Like I want to talk about New York Ninja in a second because that was a lot of fun. You know, it's 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 huge, and and here you are. I think you should be, and I think you are in many ways held to that same echelon that we have these stars of, like, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, and, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, at one
1: time, I remember, Stallone, when he wrote Rocky, he was working at a movie theater in Westwood. Exactly. He was the guy who shows you your flat, where your seat is, the ticket yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And his wife worked there as well. But I read his story. I, you know, one of my first fr- friends, celebrities' friends, when I moved here was Frank Stallone.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm. we met him
1: because, you know, he, he likes to box a little bit. Yeah. And, and he, we had a mutual friend. So, uh, yeah, I've known Frank all that many years. Uh, then I met his sister, and then his sister had a boyfriend that was into fitness, and I endorsed his product to try to help him. Okay, you know, uh, no money or anything, because you know, I was trying to help him. Yeah, you know, uh, and um, uh, so we have a co- kind of a connection with Sylvester. In fact, in fact, Sylvester Stallone had a TV show with um, Sugar Ray Leonard, boxing one.
4: Mm-hmm. And fr-
1: I get a phone call from Frank. He goes Don. There's no celebrity. We gotta have some celebrities at, at, at uh, my brother's TV thing, and I said, oh, "Okay, I'll go." So me and he asked me to bring some friends. Uh, me and Marie Smith, who had just won the UFC mm. like a month before or something, yeah. and um, uh, I think Mark Burnett was the producer of her. I'm pretty sure he was the producer okay. of it, but um, it was um, and Chris Penn. We all went to the to support the thing. So that's that's where I met Stallone, and he was his. Mo- I'm sitting with Stallone's mother. And she goes, "Oh, thank God!" Oh, I better not tell. I I can't tell the story. But anyway, <laughs> but his his mother was sitting with me. She, she's passed away. No, but then this this would TM, TMZ <laughs> would be paying so, me for this one. Okay. But anyway, but but they well, sat. if they want to. Stallone Stallone's <laughs> mother uh, sat with me, and um, she's very nice, very nice woman. And um, she goes, "Have you met Sly yet?" And I said, "No, I actually I met him. At all. I'm friends with Frank." She goes, Just, "So Stallone, he's working. He's doing stuff over there. He could he's going to announce the fights. So They're boxing matches." Him and Sugar Ray Leonard, they had this reality show. So okay. she goes, "Get up here, get up." So she, here's, he comes up. He, he, it's his mom. His mom tells him he has to meet me. He goes, "Oh, hi, oh, Don." And that, that's how I met him. His there mom go, dragged him low. up to the stands where we were sitting with each other. And um, yeah, and he see he, I'm sure he's a, a, a great guy. Everything I've seen about him, it looked like he's a great guy. And Frank is a great guy. You know, we, we just last time we were together was about two years ago. In Hollywood, we, were, we had dinner together in Frank. Was he performing? No. <laughs> it, I've gone to his performance, though. So he's great. Yeah, so vibe. Uh, but this was a, a thing called Too Many Fights. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a it, it was MMA fights though. Okay, gotcha. And they oh, okay. were yeah. MMA. So I was the guest, but they served dinner there. So we had dinner together there. you were nice. speaking
0: yeah. you're speaking fondly of Chris Penn. Smash Global. Smash Global. There. Yeah, Smash uh, Global. Nice. It's called yeah. Smash yeah. Global. Yeah. Not too many no, Smash good. Global. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my memory,
1: can't, I can't remember the names of the. <laughs> well, you,
0: t- you so, talked about you talked I'm about so your good. relationship with Chris Penn, mm. and you guys uh, gonna, uh, did you meet on set? Was that how you had a relationship with him? No, no,
1: he was studying martial arts from a friend of mine
0: for best. The best uh,
1: no 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 not that oh. I, i'll tell you my best of the best story chris won't get mad at me because he got in the move i get a phone call from chris he goes don don you know philip Ree, right i go yeah i know philip he goes you gotta you gotta tell him i'm one of your black belts i go Chris, what would I do that? <laughs> so why? He says he might call you. I gave him your number and I told him you'll vouch for oh, me that I'm a black because he was he wanted to be in best of the best. Yeah, yeah. And he he's not a black. He's never taken one. Oh no, he he took the Yoshikai karate, but not for me from a different instructor. Okay, right. and he, he might be like at the level of a green belt, maybe, okay. maybe. Yeah, but. He thought he needed to be a black belt to do the movie Best of the Best, but he did. They hired him as an actor, not a fighter. He, yeah, and he can fake it
0: pretty good. Yeah, he faked it. well. You know he <laughs> loves
1: boxing, by the way. That, that that's his thing. He likes to box. <laughs> okay. But he threw a couple of kicks in the, the thing. Anyway, he did fine. But he he asked me to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't get in that because of me. We we he he studied martial arts before that, but. Um, uh,
2: Wait. So Philip Reed did he call you? No, he did no, not. No, he didn't. Okay. Thank goodness. Okay. Because,
1: right. look, I love Philip and I know Simon has worked, his brother has worked as a stuntman yep. in my films. Yep. Um, I would have had to lie to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because Christopher was my best friend. Right. You, and how you, first of all, I, you, you, there's a lot of lying going on in the movie business. Getting yeah. in the movie. Oh. The budgets <laughs> of the movies. No. You, no, no. You, you, you know, no. there's a lot Disagree. of... Disagree. There's,
2: there's no a, lying. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's lying, no, no lying, lying in lying. show business. No lying. But,
1: but anyway, it, it's just, you know, the the, the bottom line is, can you do the job once you get it, though? That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, if you, yeah. if you say... Because uh, well, yeah. when they ask pe- actors, have you ever ridden a horse, they're not going to say no. No, They're going to yeah. say yes if they've never even right. seen a horse That's up live. That's always the... Fake they're to say, the yeah, that but, fake because then once you get hired, then you just go over there and you get, get, you get on the horses. Yeah. You, you, you immediately start riding horses. Right. But, um, you yeah. If you're that,
2: allergic and you're like, oh, um,
1: man. So I, I, I'm, um, you know... I didn't have to lie to Philip.
0: Fortunately, you didn't. But, That's good. but where did, so, where did your relationship with Chris start? Did it start Well, he, in
1: a... he his karate instructor's original one, like I said, is before I moved to LA. Um, my brother used to manage him. My brother was a manager of okay. kickboxers, and he retired from kickboxing, moved out to LA, and opened up a school. Okay, in, in oh no, it's not Pacific Palisades then. Now it is. It was in uh, Malibu. Okay, and Chris lived in Malibu. Yeah. So it was that, 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 that was a connection. And uh, I, I actually met Chris when I was flying through. I used to fly through from Florida before I went to Hong Kong or Japan. And I had six fights in Hong Kong, three mm-hmm. in Japan, one in Thailand. So that was, uh, you know, uh, ten fights. Ten fights in the Orient. So I was flying through oh L.A. every time and flying through L.A. coming back. That's
0: insane. That's you know? insane. And having to get ready for the fight and whatnot. And, but you guys had a long well, I-
1: you know, p- people ask me, how do you get, even today, I go to the boxing gym. How do you get the motivation to come in and work? I said, motivation? I said, I can't wait to get here. Yeah. It's a high point of my day. Yeah. I said, when I leave the gym, it's all downhill. Mm. You know, meetings yeah. with producers. I, I, I just agreed. Well, I'd be in a movie. Uh, <laughs> and I can talk about this one because, you know, I've worked with this guy before. We, he, you know, he made a movie in the Philippines called um, Showdown in, in Manila. And um, so I agreed to do his movie yesterday, but but meetings in Manila. Well, no, he says this time we're going to shoot in LA, but we shot in in Manila. What you can't do showdown in Manila, in LA. Do it in Toronto. I I guess you could. We just go to Chinatown. Nobody would know the difference. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no. no, He's producing it. He he produces all over. He's he's a producer. Okay. And um, and so I had a meeting yesterday, but it's my passion is kickboxing. If if I when I didn't get paid big money. I still loved it. Yeah, it's great. The training. And look, why did Paul Newman race cars? And it's not because he needed the money. He loved it. Because he was right. already a... Mo- right. It's a thrill. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can't get that same kind of thrill in a look, when you win a world title or when you win a fight, you get a adrenaline rush, endomorphines. it's a feeling you don't get when you go to people ask me at the yeah. screenings. Is it let's say at a movie screening? Are you kidding me out? First of all, I already saw the movie. So it's boring <laughs> to sit there, and my movies are not boring. gone with the wind. They're, you know, it's not like I have a message or anything in any of them. They're, Dead they're, with the wind. Well, no, I tell you, <laughs> if, if there is a message in every action movie, it's bad guys lose, good guys win. There you go, and that goes back to Beowulf. You know, that goes back to the ancient writing. Yeah, yeah. The good guys conquer the, the bad guys. You yep. know, I, I don't know how many movies where the bad guys would win. I don't know if they'd be popular. Everybody would walk out of the not movie at theater, kind of, not, not at that time. Not at that time. Well, yeah. anytime, You know, I mean, this, it's just...
0: We're in a, such a gray yeah. period now, but I think there's there's a level of... That, like again, the anti-hero
1: kind of yeah, a thing. Or, but, yeah,
0: but it's... He doesn't have to be that good. But, yeah, you're right. Like, if you've got 20,000 people screaming, cheering you on, it's way different than being on a set and finishing the movie and then people just clapping um, a handful, whatever. Well,
1: you know what? It wasn't about the people. Okay. It didn't matter to me if there's 50 so what people was it? in the audience or if there's... there's because I fought in Madison Square Garden, Caesar's Palace, yeah, uh, Tokyo. I, I fought all over to thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, I don't even I don't even recall hearing them or seeing mm. them even one. Not, mm. not. I never focused on one audience member or anything. I did look at some of the round girls <laughs> <laughs> because man <laughs> They're human. in the big, big fights, they get good models or whatever, but in the lower budget fights, they get topless dancers. Right. And, uh, so but, like, but, but oh, my I've rip. seen Uh-oh. some, right. I remember some of the round girls, but, but I, it, it was never for the audience, you know, and, I, and yeah. I actually received an award, um, about three weeks ago from the martial art history museum. Yes. And I said, you know, in what? Burbank. I'd like to thank all the audiences that, uh, came to my fights and supported my movies but I have to, t- in total honesty, I didn't do it for them. Yeah. Yeah. I did the fighting for myself because I loved it. It wasn't, you know, uh, you don't want to say you would have done it for free because it's hard to yeah. b- put the pressure on the promoters to give you as much. But, right. But, yeah, but, but that, 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 that's the kind of feeling. Like, I still go to the gym. I love going to the gym. I love the lifestyle. I love the competition. I loved everything about it. Whereas movies... If they if it was minimum wage nobody'd be doing it. Yeah. Especially me. Fair enough. Yeah. But you, you did so me. many.
2: You did so many movies. Well, like in such a short time. Yeah, right. but, 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 but I mean but at that I, time, transitioning from the fights.
1: Yes. Yeah. You, the, but, but remember now, my movies take like a month to shoot. Yeah. You know, at back in those days, you know, four week shoots. Tom Cruise might wait work uh, three four months on a movie right well like, right like you know, said with the, so so the the the, yeah, i could do five movies in a row because yeah. we're shooting them fast Just, just we're five five
2: fast. months out of your out of your year Correct. is just five Correct. movies well i did features. work in the
1: post-production uh, uh, you know in the editing of the fight action mm, yeah uh, you know i don't get into the uh, the drama you know i don't say wait hey, we got to cut to this one or right that. no i let the directors and the editors do that but the fight action I, i'm very qualified to do it you know you just figure of i started in 30 films if I did, let's say, four fight five scenes each film, yeah. that'd be hundred over 100 fight scenes, right? Yep. So I've cut, edited, worked on the choreography. I may not... I hire choreographers, but I still adjust it for myself. Yeah. Um, I've got, like, uh, hours and hours of experience. I, I'm the most experienced guy in the editing room when it comes to the fight action. Totally. Yep. And uh, I'm not the only one. I'm not some megalomaniac that says, oh, I gotta be involved. No, because I'm sure Bruce Lee did it. Seagal. Yeah. Van Damme. When it comes to martial art action, you, you got to go in there and give your two cents worth, uh, especially when editors um, like like there are things you can do technically to like a sidekick that are kind of wrong. Like, yeah. and, and I might have thrown <laughs> one that got on film and there when yeah. you're picking the one, yeah. I don't want my knowledgeable audience of martial art fans, the hardcore fans to see a bad sidekick. Of course not. Right, uh, you know, and you mean and the physical, the actual kick, yes, not the, the like the not, te- not your Robin your no, Batman. Technique, but. <laughs> the technique, that is the way it's thrown. There's it certain things should be. It's better if 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 you have certain things aligned certain ways. It, it, it's hard to explain, but but technically there are correct things and incorrect, and I know them, and so I can spot them. And I'm not saying I would never allow it because some real street f- situations are should look sloppy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a bad thing if you slip a little bit and then roll and get up. Just leave it in there. Yeah. Right. It's like I right. heard – no, I've never, never worked with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> but I've heard yes. that sometimes like you're – in in a Ding. film, in a film, uh, right. I'm supposed to pick up this You're supposed thing, to fight him and tomorrow. I, and, I, and, I, and I drop it like that. And I yeah. – he leaves it in because in reality, not every single, yeah. yeah, but well, it's just, it's, right. first of all, it doesn't take away from the story. No, no. Right. It, it's not like it's going to show that, oh, maybe he's got Parkinson's or something. No, it's just, it's, it's just, just <laughs> That's certain. That's immediately where I would right, go. Right, right. No, an audience. But, it, but, but it's yeah. just um, certain things, right. mistakes happen in right. real life. Yes. Okay, right. I, I'm going to tell you one Hollywood story. I oh. heard, I've never worked with Robert De Niro, but I heard when, Yet. when a, um, um, yeah, as of today, yeah. Um, you know, when you got like a wrinkle on a shirt or something, yeah. The wardrobe people come over there and just start steaming you, and yeah. he goes, "No, no, no, leave, leave it in, leave it. Yeah. Because in real life, not every single right. shirt is perfect. No one's steaming you, Right, yeah. and, and if, if a little hair is is, is out of place, yeah. he tells the wardrobe people, "No, no, it, yeah. it's, it's okay, it's yeah. okay." You know, because subliminally, <clears throat> I heard his his reason for it it makes the performance more real to the audience. Totally. agree. Maybe they don't know it consciously, but just because a hair was out of place where or there's a little wrinkle or there's a little dust spot on that. agree. As long as it's not a big oil spot that's a distraction, you think, what the hell is that? No. You know what he was saying? And and I thought, man, that was genius because that is is true. Not everything is perfect all the time. Matter of fact, in the old studio days, I wasn't working in the fifties, but the fifties—they never did close-ups on the set on the locations. They waited to. They d- would do all the close-ups on the studio, so they perfect the lighting, yeah, the makeup, perfect, and they spent yeah. right, and they get like a fan blowing if they mm-hmm. if it was windy that day. In other words, this is cinema. But but yeah. but what that does is today they don't do that. We do just the opposite. Yeah. We do handheld; it's a little jerky, and, yeah. and it's a little. It can even go out of focus. I, the guy that yeah. did Born Identity, that guy, I think he started as a documentary director, but anyway, Doug Liman. Doug Lyman. He did. Yeah. Well, he shoots a fight scene with, um, uh, what's his name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. That yeah. has a scene. It goes a little bit out of focus, but he leaves it in. Yeah. Now he's got a hundred fifty million dollar budget. He could easily go back and do it, and he. It makes it yeah. subliminally for us. It's more realistic. So he will leave. Mistakes like like Matt Damon might slip once, and then then do the block. Yeah, Correct. and that might not have been choreographed, but it works even better.
2: That's why we don't we don't yeah. do hair and wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <So> like, <laughs> no. We, we, we want reality. were reality. Like, we reality. No, that's not this real. This is real. This not is real podcasting.
0: I was gonna say too. Speaking podcasting. of podcasting. <laughs> speaking of reality or flaws, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, you you did the voiceover for New York Ninja. Which came out last year? Okay, I had
1: a lot of flaws. You know what? The flaws were what people paid to see. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Be, 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 <laughs>
0: That's the show. Will, for for will for anybody who hasn't seen it, we highly recommend it because it's so much fun. I
1: don't know. You I will say this: you will never see anything else like it.
4: Abductions of young women are still being reported. Another woman with mysterious radiation burns has been discovered.
1: We're gonna have a baby. Oh my God. can't believe that John's wife was murdered.
0: You have to try and pull yourself together.
4: This city owes me. Well, what's that? Justice. Why won't anyone do anything? Hey, hey, hey. We are strong on crime, and together we have the power. This is a big city. We're doing what we can. Dude, uh, to
0: do? Right? What happened? Oh, is he okay? What? Huh. Oh, oh, what shit. What, what?
1: I'll be others. I'm coming for this.
4: I need you to help me. I would, but I want them dead.
6: Crime has remained at an all-time low thanks to ninja fever.
1: We're going live with this. These men murdered her because of what she saw. <laughs> it's linked to these abductions. There's something weighing us down. It's that damn ninja. <laughs> New York ninja's a real hero. <laughs>
0: This is your first foray into doing voiceover,
1: like, for a whole film. Oh, right? yes, yeah. No, no. I, well, I, I think do, we should well, explain. Right? I don't just, do voiceover. Maybe... I, I do at, I replace dialogue or whatever on my own films. Okay. And that might be three lines in a movie. When they asked me to do it, it didn't click on me that it was actually the entire movie. Yes. Every single scene ended. Right. You're a like, different actor. Like, I'll like I'll it's do... not me. Right. And this guy, when he's sad, you know it from outside the room. That... that you, it's just a, I mean He just he He's what they call Over the top Yes And that's when he's being Mild He's over the yeah. top I have something to
4: tell you And it can't wait What is it? I'm pregnant
1: Really? Seriously? We're gonna have a baby Oh my god I'm gonna be a daddy
4: Are you happy?
1: Yes I love you very much. Good. Mm-hmm. Listen,
4: I have to go now, so I'll see you tonight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna be a daddy.
1: Uh, okay, I'll see you tonight. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's a comedy. I'm not a hundred percent sure
2: it was they made it, was not it meant to, be meant to be a
1: comedy. We should explain just for
2: so- yeah, okay. just for context. New, New York I Ninja feel like is
1: one of a kind. Yes,
2: it, it's it's one of a kind because it was shot in the. 80s. I don't remember mm-hmm. what year was it. 84? 84. Yeah. 84. And it was shot in 84 by John Liu, who whose character the, star. You, the, the star. star, the star martial artist. It yep. was fir- going to be his first American foray. Uh, you know, he's going to make a name for himself. And some things happened abruptly. They stopped filming, and mm-hmm. this film was just kind of passed from company to company. It sat around for a while. It ended up in the hands of Vinegar Syndrome, but all they had was the print.
1: Yes, I think. Because he did not want to participate with it, the actor ended up being, I believe, after this, a successful actor. I think for a period of time in China. I think, right. but he had a career; he had some yep. of a career. And I don't think he's proud of the film because he didn't contribute his own voice to it. No. So he he may have just wanted to forget that he ever produced it and wrote it. So maybe the because all the sound was lost. Of course, you know that, right? And exactly. they couldn't find a no script, script. No script. No, no. Yeah. So they. It was as tough to recreate as it can get. You don't lose yeah. all the sound and the script, so you don't even know what people are saying. You're kind of looking at their lips and trying right. to, you know what? They should have gotten one of those lip readers, right? I don't know, but you're, you did a yeah. tremendous yeah. job as John Luce.
0: Oh, right. yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I mean that in all sincerity. Yeah. Like your voice to that character is so authentic. It's really fantastic. I, oh, I think well, it's, uh, well it's, thank you. It, I, it's yeah.
1: it's,
2: it's <laughs> a lot of fun. It's actually amazing <laughs> yeah, what, I, what you do.
4: Hey, man, don't sneak up on me like that.
1: I need to talk to you.
4: Make it quick, I'm very
1: busy. My name is John Liu, my wife. She was murdered a few days ago. of course. That's why I'm here. I want to know, what are you you doing doing about?
4: I get it, believe me. But these things take time, Mr. Liu. We're doing everything we can, okay? Just be patient.
1: Be patient?
4: Listen, for what it's worth, I'm sorry about your wife. Hey, this is a big city. You've seen what it's like, right? We're doing what we can.
1: That's it? That's all you can tell me? My wife is dead, and you're telling me to wait? These men murdered her because of what she saw. It's linked to these abductions. Why aren't you doing something about it? Believe me, I am.
4: But this isn't helping. Just go home, and I'll call you with anything. Wait what this city owes me Well what's that? Justice Good luck Mr. Lou.
1: Thanks for nothing. why? why is this happening? Why won't anyone do anything? I don't understand. why?
5: why? why?
0: You did a great job, and and well, and Cynthia thank Rothrock does a voice uh, in it as well, and actually Vince Murdock. Yeah, yes? Vince was
1: in it as well. Who I've worked with several times. Ring of Fire. Yeah, right. A couple of Ring of Fires.
0: Yeah. Um, we I can't believe it's almost an hour we've been here. I, I really oh. want to quickly. Red Sun Rising is one of your favorite. The favorite movie of yours. Yes. Right? Well,
1: it's probably uh, of my starring roles. It's probably the best overall film. Why? Why is that, in your opinion? Okay, first of all, um, <laughs> not selfish. Yeah, it was my original. No, actually, the original idea for it was, was um, uh, Chris Penn. Okay. Because oh. he was going to be my partner in it. Oh, yeah. And uh, is, Yeah, it was going to be a buddy he, picture. Is he credited on
2: it? No, he... no, 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 no. Replaced no. by? Because no, here's, here's,
1: here's what he did. He came to me, he said, Don, let's do a movie, you and I. And he said, let's make it reverse Black Rain. And I go, what do you mean? Hmm. He said, you'll be a Japanese cop, comes to L.A., to get the guy who killed your partner, and I'll be the local L.A. cop. Black Rain and with we'll Michael do Douglas. And yeah, Well, yeah. it was his idea to call it Reverse Black Rain <laughs> because Japanese cop, America, <laughs> cop. <laughs> coming to America, not American cop. Reverse Black Rain. it, co- <laughs> it R. original idea, Chris Penn. Right. Chris presents Reverse Black Rain. So, <laughs> so I, I go to my personal manager, who was also a producer, and I said, hey, look, we cri- Chris and I. Uh, like to do a movie together and we're going to be a buddy picture and it'll be uh, reverse black rain. I just said the exact same. And he, every producer in Hollywood gives you the same look. Well, what yeah. does that mean? And I said, well, Japanese cop coming. Anyway. Yeah. So, so he agreed to get the writer to write it. <clears throat> so the writer writes the script for me and Chris. And so, uh, he said, you know, Chris has not signed his contract yet. We sent it to his agent and uh, we, uh, why don't you talk to Chris? So I call Chris up and he's on the set of a, a movie called, um, True Romance. Yeah. So I, I go at this set, and, you know, uh, Tom Sizemore, I meet, I meet him. I meet Chris was working with him that day. And I go in, I said, Chris, what's going on? I said, I said how come the contract's not signed? He said, you know what, Don? I got this role in, in this movie, True Romance. He said, my agent said, I shouldn't go back. To a lower budget independent film after this, I should try to kind of roll this into mm. another A list because you know Chris was look, look, look he he was working with, he, he was in a number three movie of the year uh, Footloose Footloose yeah okay but he had worked with Tom Cruise in All the Right Moves yep he had worked with Clint Eastwood and Pale Rider yeah mm. he he was A list yeah but he kind of
2: A list adjacent f- he
1: fumbled at the close football. range he fumbled know, the football with his brother with his career by uh, gaining the weight. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, he, and, and, and he had a drug problem right? and, and then it became an alcohol problem mm. and I don't know, it's just, he was, career was kind of stalled. Yeah. Kind of stalled. So he was going to do a movie with me. <laughs> we did do uh future kick was yeah. the first one. I but, love you. But we've appeared in a couple, we did Redemption. I don't know if you ever yeah. saw yeah, Redemption, yeah, but he sure was did. great in that. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh. So he was doing True Romance, and I said, Chris, I understand. I, I, I want to help your crew. Not a You're my of course. Best. You, right. He was not a friend. He was my best friend. Hmm. And so um, I go back to uh, my manager. I said, hey, Chris can't do the movie. It's too low budget. And I, he goes, okay, yeah. guys we're going we to do a rewrite. He goes, we'll make his character a woman, and it'll be a love interest for you. And Terry Farrell. I said, I said yeah. that was good. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm the only one that wanted, I can't. you know, I cast, work in the casting with the directors and the producers of my films. Okay. If I want to, <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't. But but then I I was. So we read the girls. We see the last five. Those are the callback ones, you know. Then I'm not going to sit there for 20. No, there's yeah, girls. But but the last five. So I came up with. I said Terry Farrell, and they said no, 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 Don, you you don't understand. This is she's too tall. She's going to make you look short. And I said, well, I don't care if I look short. I said this woman's going to pull a gun. And she's going to play a cop, and I think she looks. Girl, she, she could pass because, look, they were looking to cast like a Playboy playmate. To, you know, yeah, a, a sure. girl that looks – look, there with, with their roles for for the, the a woman who looked like that, but yeah. not cops.
5: Right. Yeah.
1: A voluptuous cop? I mean, it just yeah. didn't work for me. Terry yeah. Farrell was, to me, the right one. And I literally had to enforce my mutual approval contract with my own – he was my personal manager and he was producing the film. By the way, after that film – he ended his relationship with
2: me. Oh. oh, Because of that?
1: That and probably the main bad guy, James Liu. James I, Liu, I, I, who's I, fantastic. Well, I cast him in it. And we were just I would, talking I, about I, 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 I had to enforce my co- against my really? own manager. Really? My own personal manager. Wow. There is nothing you can do.
6: In Tokyo, Detective Thomas Hoshino thinks his problem is weapons and gangs. In Los Angeles, Detective Karen Ryder thinks her problem is weapons and gangs. They have the same problem, but it's not what they think. Cooperation is their only chance to understand. Red Sun Rising.
0: Speak English?
6: English. I speak it reasonably well. Stay on him.
4: Oh, Captain, you're gonna have to get someone who gets along
1: with Japs.
6: Joining East and West is easier said than done.
1: Is this the part where we cut our stomachs open? Excuse me, but Jeho is not a name. It's um, it's a kind of ninja black magic.
4: So this character can resurrect people, bring them back to life? Yamata's death was not a reality. Your assassin is a master of the death touch.
1: I always thought that was just a myth. This is nuts.
4: Back in Japan,
6: we call him Akita. You know what that is? A Japanese dog dies headfirst into everything, never knows
2: when to back off.
6: They're on different paths to the same destination. She's looking for the truth, He's looking for the truth behind the truth. Show me who you really are. Hurt her, and I'll lift your heart out. It's a destiny they can't stop.
0: Time changes all the
6: rules. When night meets day, only one can survive. Red Sun Rising.
1: They didn't want to cast Terry Farrell or James Liu. And we got Michael Ironside because of me. Because, yeah. because Steve James and Michael Ironside were good friends. Mm-hmm. So I called Steve James to call Michael Ironside because we couldn't afford him at the time. You know, he had already done a movie with Stallone. He did yeah. a movie called, or not Stallone, uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Total, Total Recall. Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. He'd already done that. So he was, uh, he was already A-list. Why would he go back to some ultra low budget thing? Yeah. He did it for um, Steve James. You know, And Steve James died soon afterwards. But, yeah, another, uh, another great you know, uh, yeah. Uh, performer. Yeah, well, I met him at a, at a uh, video store. You did in the ve- I'm in the martial arts section, and some guys got yes. to like crowding me out. I'm trying wait to wait see- a minute. Look, I went to the video stores to I'm trying to rent to my see- own
2: movies, man. Back no, no, up.
1: no, no, no. I seen my own, <laughs> but I, I was looking to see the other movies. You got. To- I'm in the business, so you got fan. to see them. You got, and I'm a fan. Yeah, gotta know, but you yeah. got to know. know what the other guys. I don't know. So I'm looking, and somebody's crowd me, and I look at him, and I, I said, nah, I've seen this guy somewhere, and he looked at me like a look of recognition. I go, Steve J. He goes, Yeah, the Dragon Wilson. And I said, Hey, Steve. I said, <laughs> I'm getting ready to do a movie. I said, you want to do it with me? You want to be the bad guy? He goes, "He goes, this is his words. He said, my agent wants me to go try to be mainstream. He said, but I just got married, and i like the extra money. He said, I could use some money right now. That's yeah. great. He, he said, what is it? And I, I said, it, it's, we're going to shoot it local in L.A. It's called Human Target, yeah. and yeah. you'd be perfect for it, and um, which he was. He he played two characters in it, a, a, a pimp and the head of the uh, CIA yeah. or whatever. And he did a great job.
6: He lost his memory. He doesn't even know his name.
1: I don't know what the truth is anymore.
6: Only one thing is certain. Everyone wants him dead. Now, Don the Dragon Wilson has to fight to find out who he really is. The only way he knows how in the return of the biggest martial arts series of all time. The powerhouse is back and he's assaulted from all sides. I don't want any excuses. I want him dead. Dawn at Dragon Wilson is a human target. Blood Fist 5 hits dead-on. The best ever, says Kung Fu Illustrated. A bruiser, a thousand volts of heart-stopping action, says Karate Magazine the biggest baddest boldest blood fist ever packed with more action power and thrill than ever before don't miss don the dragon wilson in blood fist 5 human target
1: and um, He's so great. I love we that had guy. fight scenes in it anyway but that that's how that went about wow. because because he was crowd me in the video series. because you know when you look looking for a video you don't look at the guys you don't look at the guy's face. No, so oh, I not no. There was just no, I, <laughs> I don't.
2: I mean, that's how I look at movies. I don't. The guy I, next to me. I, I look at them. You like and, Goonies? Oh, should I, mean, I get that? And then
5: yeah,
0: you become a
1: friend. Right. 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 Do, do you remember the that's name of the met video met store? The... But, right? Odyssey. <laughs> right. Odyssey. Odyssey, Odyssey Video. Odyssey Video. Oh, no. awesome. I met Steve James in Odyssey. That's awesome. In a week later, he was working with me on a film that's on Lancashire or Lancashire. Yeah, uh, yeah. Odyssey on Lancashire. Right on. That's where I met Steve James and. Rest in, in peace. peace yeah. I'll see you in the next one. Sincerely, um, I'll
0: see you mm-hmm. in the next mm-hmm. life. As we as we start to kind of wrap up, uh, typically we do uh, a, a segment called Two Dollar Six Questions, where we okay. l- uh, get uh, questions either from ourselves or from fans. Um, but my son, actually, Bodie, he wanted to ask you a question, and and it's 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 a, from a seven year old perspective. So I will say quickly okay. that the back story is I was showing him highlights of of your career, and mm-hmm. he goes, "Wow." He's really cool, you know, and 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 then at the same time he was studying Black History Month, and we were watching videos of Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. So this question is kind of in vain with that. I, I played the, I'll play the video for you so you can see his face. Great, and I'll turn the volume up. And he was very nervous I mean, when he asked this question. Maybe
2: you can cheat it out to the, to the camera. Yes, so
0: you, maybe uh, I can do this. Can you press play when you get a chance? I don't know if you can.
2: I I can't, but the camera. Right yeah. there.
0: Yeah. He right,
1: looks good. a little ethnic. Does it? Oh, What's so your my, wife? What is your wife? Oh, so, so, oh sorry. Really... Pausing for ethnic
0: So, so my, my wife is Chinese. Oh, okay, and so, and so, okay. In fact. He's I, like me. He's, I, got, I, he's he's mixed. Well, it, it's funny you bring that up because I do these uh, inspirational notes for my We call him
2: the lizard. <laughs>
0: No. No <laughs> We have a lizard. He can grow well, into the dragon. <laughs> right. We do these inspirational notes once a week or once a day for school. I've been doing it since he was started preschool. So I'm up to almost nine hundred school notes every day and I drew a okay. drawing. Today you were in his note and we talked about appreciating your culture, appreciating your background, where you come from, mm. learning your history and how important that is. Um, because if you learn your history, you can obviously <clears throat> learn other people's history as well. But this is his question for you. Okay. Okay. Do the honors, please. Hi, Mr. Wilson. You're a really special person to me, and I'm gonna ask you a question. First of all, I'm Bodie Schaefer. I'm seven years old, and I want to ask you this question: Who would win in a fight, Muhammad Ali or Don the Dragon Wilson? Bye.
1: Muhammad Ali.
2: <laughs> the question was: Who would win in a fight, Muhammad yeah. Ali or Don, Don the Dragon, Dragon Wilson?
1: And it was Muhammad Ali. First of all, I've got so much respect for him, I wouldn't throw a punch. Yeah. So it would be hard, yep. pretty hard for me to knock him out if I'm not yep. going to throw a punch or a kick. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, now if we take Muhammad Ali and we shrink him down to light heavyweight 175, <laughs> it's going to be a run, I'll give him a run for his money. Yeah. There you go. But, um, no, Muhammad Ali, is uh, he's the greatest of all time. And, uh, you know, I tell people um, he's the greatest of all time and he knows how to box. Yeah. Because he was a great human being, you know, uh, know, humanitarian. He he gave up his title. By the way, it's just like let's say I get to the A films. I'm doing big, and then I give it all up for some uh, belief, Mm -hmm. you know, for his beliefs. Because he didn't believe um, his religion and his interpretation. Muslim religion Mm -hmm. said never attack others unless they attack. You only defend yourself. You don't attack. And he said no Vietnamese ever did anything to him. And you know they would have never sent him on the front lines. By the way, they would have just used him to recruit people he'd be like he used as a recruiting yeah. yeah and he didn't want to be part of that he he didn't believe and you know years later years later he gave a speech and he said you know they said i was not patriotic and that i did i wouldn't fight he said but you know what turned out now they say i was right yeah which is true we never should have been in vietnam yeah, yeah. you know
0: there you go yeah from uh, I, I think his perspective was was he he was in awe of both of you, and he's like, mm. "Wow, here's this cool guy from this genre. Here's this cool guy from that that genre. Everything's like, who would win?" But obviously,
1: well, <laughs> Muhammad Ali is he was a great boxer, you know, greatest of all time. You know, one of the greatest. And look, well, people say that about you in kickboxing. Well, I, I, I'm one of the top guys. I, I won't deny that. I'm one of, but uh, you know, it's hard to say I am the greatest of all time because you know. The only way to, to find out who's the best is we have to fight. Exactly, and we I can't fight other weight divisions because that's not fair. There you know really, there are other great fighters in lighter weight classes and things, and um, but but I I did have a lot of challenges during my career and and I didn't avoid them. I I, I fought all the you know people said why didn't you fight this guy this guy and I said well I fought so many yeah other champions I'm saying I mean guys who were supposed to beat me um, under different rule systems. Now, most fighters, what they do is they find one set of rules that can be champion, and they stick to mm. it. There, there weren't champions who did everything, though, like I did. Yeah, you there did. Were, and different weight divisions. I fought in four different weight divisions. Mm. That's not the norm for kickboxers. So um, I'm one of the better kickboxers in history.
0: Well, here you are on our show, and, and I hope in in, in – I hope this has been as enjoyable for you as it has been for us. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. It,
1: all these are look, these are, It's my passion, kickboxing. So whenever we start about that, that and then movies is my second passion now yeah. because it's my second career. It's the, the thing I do, and I and I'm still doing them, like I said, and um, you know still aspire to do the A films, you know, the bigger. Budget. No, you did not necessarily bigger budget, but be, I, better films. I just want to Let's make better call films. Joe
2: Silver. We'll just see. We'll just, see if he remembers did, if he can. Jim Joe LaCalle, yeah, yeah, his next yeah, Matrix.
1: Is? He could have a yeah. new bad guy. But you I tell you what, Um, what's his? Uh, Mark Dukoskis and I were in um, Chechnya together. We were at the president of Chechnya's birthday. Okay. It was me, Mark, and Mayweather. And it was after Mayweather, you know, because Mayweather reminded me, he goes, you know, Don, I paid Conor McGregor $100 million. <laughs> I said, and I don't know if he's fishing around to see maybe Kickboxer versus Boxer. Right, right, right. right. Was, yeah, yeah. But believe me, I come a lot cheaper than $100 million. But anyway, we were all at the dinner party, birthday party for the president of Chechnya. Okay. Mark Nikoskas, me, and Mayweather. And so we're sitting at the same table, and Mark said he just finished this John Wick thing. And the way he got that is, they had a Japanese actor that was supposed to play his role, mm. and that guy was diff- what they call difficult on the set. I don't know what yeah. it was. What they called difficult was, on was, the set, right but, right? but he was hired. Was nice way to put it. He was it. hired, and they 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 fired him, and they needed Mark to just get on the next flight yep. to yep. wherever they were shooting. Yep. I don't know. where And Mark said, "I'm there." Yep. And and Mark was saying, "Man, I didn't expect something. Just a call out of the yeah. blue." And he said, this is the biggest thing I've ever... His, he starred in a lot of movies like me. The, yeah. He had his own Only TV strong, series for a while, the Crow. the Crow. The yeah. yeah. Crow, yep. so, so he's had a successful career. Yeah, but Iron you know, Chef. But John Wick is one of the premier... It's like Jack Reacher has been. Yeah. John it's, Wick. Uh, it's uh, top right now. Uh, yep. uh, equalizer yeah. with Denzel. That'd yep. be a great... I'd love to yeah. fight. And, or the yeah. what was the guy, the, the guy doing? Liam Neeson doing the Taken take in in movies. Yeah. Yep, yep. Those uh, franchises are big and he got the big one the john wick i mean that's yep. one of the one of the big ones the only other one would have been jack reacher the main bad guy right. but um yeah so anyway he had just done that and we, we had dinner together and right so yeah you know, so the dragon is still i may get my phone call because yeah. it can happen at any time we're well, like with mark it was nothing planned and nothing to do with connections. After or, today,
2: that's yeah. normally what happens. Our yeah. guests, well,
1: we they get their big break. They, that's yeah. They get their big break. It's like a blessing. I'm, I'm telling you, you you
0: coming on our show is our big break. Thank you so much for being on our show. <laughs> oh, thanks for asking but, me. By that the was way, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We ha- we have a T-shirt for you as well. I see it. It looks oh, great. Yeah. Preserve Dragons Cust, made these
2: custom-made custom yeah. T-shirts. Two-dollar late fee official T-shirt. You can get yours you, today. You know,
1: <laughs> I've seen people have made some shirts for me. Yeah, but I think that is the closest drawing one of me that actually looks like it might be me so Mar- yeah. martin go is the yeah. artist he, he did his a good job. preserved he, he did had, a good
0: job he he it was an honor for him to make this for you he wanted to oh. say thank you for you know like the the movies you've made etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, i feel like we could go another hour with you uh unfortunately yeah. well, you know well, we'll, we'll wrap it up for now hopefully very good, there's very good. many to come yeah. after this but thank you thank yeah, you my Don. pleasure i had a great time
1: and um uh, we didn't have anything, any the personal stuff that <laughs> we didn't get the flat Earthers, right. and we didn't get to uh, right. no, but Another no, person. That, no that, that's just right. me mentioning the fact that you got to cover all, all, all things. I believe you know old you, old you can right. start like this, but but even um, and for context, you, know, you
2: don't believe the Earth is flat. You were talking about the right? That for, do. No, yeah, I was yeah. an
1: engineering major. My father worked at the Kennedy Space Center. I was following his footsteps. I mean, I I, I respect science. Yeah, people don't believe in science anymore. No. Somebody, people believe that. We're getting the vaccine because Bill Gates wants to put a chip in me to find out where and what I'm doing. Yeah. Bill Gates, I can guarantee everybody out there, does not care what you're doing. Right. <laughs> he hopes that you're living a happy life. Well, and I think anyone, he
2: might... anyone with one of these, yes, it's very easy to know what you're he doing. He does,
1: right. Yeah. He's, he uh, knows who I'm talking to. Yeah. He doesn't need to put a chip in me. Yeah. So anyway, but there's a lot of topics yep. out there, and and I think you, know, you have your celebrities. But every now and then, you should, you know,
2: we need like the Dragon's Corner. We need we need just need you on more regularly. You come on, we'll cover like all. Well, we topics. got the UFO
1: thing now. Yep. The government's admitting yep. the UFO. UFO. How many years do they what say a, okay. they made fun of everybody <laughs> who even said they thought they saw a UFO? Now we've got pilots <laughs> saying they're chasing okay. them. Okay. I I so yeah. I, look,
0: you're you're preaching to the choir with these beliefs because we feel the same way, and it's it's amazing that. It would be nice to – I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful in the sense that we can hopefully – this mindset will evolve <laughs> uh, yeah, over time. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it's – it's the genesis of it is um, kind of nostalgic, uh, you know, the the $2 late fees. Yep, yep. Um, I, of course, remember those things. Um, what was your bit? Did you ever have a late fee? Did you ever have to pay a late fee on a rental movie? Oh, I'm sure of it. And you no, know, <laughs> no, because I, I here's the, how what I used to do. I don't know if other other people did this. Not only would I not return them on time, I don't remember where I put them, and I've got to look search the house to find them. Yeah, so cushions, another couple of days, days goes by. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I could just well, well no those those videos back then they cost about $50, 60 bucks. They were, expensive. And, and they were out, really out. expensive. Yeah, we're, they were expensive, and um, uh, which they were worth every penny. I want to let every, every video <laughs> store. no, no Especially I used to, yours. I used to go Especially on month-long yours. tours. And I would literally go do, uh, for Blockbuster, I would do in-store signings and yeah, things yeah. and appearances. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there were there was, a, uh, in the VSDA, Video Software Dealer Association, there were over 30,000 video stores. And most of them are mom and pops. Wow, yeah. Because the biggest was Blockbuster. And I yeah. believe there were like 2,000, 3,000 stores. Yeah. But yeah. you think 30,000, that means all the rest of them are just, you and me want to open a business yep, yep. you know yeah and um, yeah I'd go for a month at a time when my movies were released and uh, for no pay <laughs> and meet the fans, take pictures with them, you know sign autographs. It was uh, yeah. all part of the
2: it's, it's building yeah. the brand the PR Correct yeah. well, well
0: correct thank you for yeah. giving us your time today and um, you said it
2: was half a million that we need to pay you today? Cash, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we'll
1: uh, just... No, publicity... Uh, no, no, this, would have, a a back me, back this yeah, would have been a great yeah. thing back then. This would have helped. Yeah. Yeah. This would have helped. Oh, yeah, The, yeah. the viewers know, uh, the, the video people. So we're kind of doing a time warp thing here. I think so. It's retro. Yep. Yes. Yep. It, Nostalgia. It, it, we're talking about the videos of yesteryear.
0: Well, thank you for being a part of our lives all yes. these years and continuing to be a part of our lives.
1: Yep. Yeah, I look forward to it.
2: Is there know. anything you'd like to promote the the Jean the fr- Fraud? <laughs> uh, no, you know, no you know what? You want you know what, the audience I, to go I to? I will
1: say this. I would say that I actually had some negative feelings for Van Damme when I first heard that he was talking about being a kickboxing champion. Mm. But I, I have been in Hollywood now for, you know, 40 years now. I, I, I said I've been, my first movie was 82, so that's yeah 40 years of being an actor. And... Um, no, I, I understand what he did, and you know it's it's it's, it's the land of make believe, so I can't be too hard on him. He's yeah, I'm sure yeah, there's yeah.
0: a story there too. We all have one, right? Yep, yeah. We got to get
1: Van Damme yep. in here.
0: Yeah, yeah. The two of you guys, can, we'll get him because he, he was
1: he was actually his films were theatrical. Yes, but um, uh, even though they don't perform, the, I'm sure they made more money on video. Oh, many guaranteed. of the films yep. would would make yep. more of a profit yep. on video. So uh, the theatricals, many times, is just to advertise the video.
0: Yep. yep. Well, I'm glad there's companies yep. like Vinegar Syndrome that are putting your movies out like whatever yep. it takes. And yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that one I believe was possibly underseen because if you didn't have Showtime, it it showed for. Um, it was bought by Showtime to be shown for at least like. Two years, I think it was yeah. on Showtime Action or something. Yep. So they 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 actually had the rights to it uh, domestically. But if you didn't have Showtime and you didn't rent the video, you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen this that movie. But and it's Andrew it's Dice it's Clay, great. by the way, was great in it. And Fred yeah. Williamson, friend, good friend of mine, yep. he was fantastic in and it.
0: Leslie Dannon who played Marla. Leslie Dannon
1: <laughs> who <laughs> <is> you <laughs> knew, who is it? yeah, she played Marley. She did in great. Classroom, yeah, yeah, she did a great job. Yeah, and uh, of course I blew her up like we. Wasn't your spoiler alert? It was Fred. Spoiler alert
6: want us to go under again something big so this is the guy huh how do we know this isn't a setup don't looks like we got an opening in our organization you interested sure in a world where muscle Ah! and violence big business steroids you use the stuff the right way you'll jump with your strength guaranteed <laughs> he's found a new enemy you
1: and I can make some serious guys together a new love you gotta trust me and believe me when I tell you Polly's gonna regret we ever met <laughs> and a new way of life there's a line between the good guys and the bad guys
6: <laughs> that could cost him his own Watch out, little man, because before long, I'm gonna do all your tricks.
1: I always keep a few tricks in reserve. Gotta be close to a million dollars. We've got ourselves a red ball.
6: You know, they got cream for that.
5: I know what we can do.
6: Now what? Payback time. When the job gets personal. She is fantastic. You can't do this one alone. This one I can. Tough cop
3: must do whatever it takes. Don the Dragon Wilson, Andrew Dice Clay, Fred Williamson,
0: catch whatever it takes. And, and check out whatever it takes uh, because it, yeah. it's it's a great movie and it deals with a subject that yeah. rarely gets talked about. Steroids. Oh, never, never.
1: I, well, well, not. It was the first time because all the scripts I was getting it was all heroin and it was all uh, cocaine, dealers, cocaine dealers, crack, yeah. or, I mean that that's the kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, Enough but with but, the but never crack. never what they call performance enhancing, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and at the time, the FBI the time we made that was in the '90s. But the FBI statistic was because the writer showed me all this was um, one in eleven high school athletes were was taking some kind of mm-hmm. drug illegal. Yeah, mm-hmm. one high school. Because they couldn't get scholarships oh. without that. Yep, crazy. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, when you got ten percent of the athletes taking something that's yeah. illegal and danger, there is a danger. I mean, yeah, especially yeah. if you're buying it on the street. So yeah. who knows? Who knows what they're injecting? Yeah, right. And it, know, it's we it, put okay. that in there. There, we got the guy on the street corner selling it, and he goes, yep. "Hey, I got." I got. And so we we tried to show um, the negative aspects of it, and even had my character say, "Look, I'm not saying it's poison, but it's." illegal no yeah I, I
0: love i love your character in it the dice man is great in it as well yeah and, yeah um, he was great yeah. I,
1: I love working with him thank you don Yep. thank, thank you, you thank you Hi, I'm Don the Dragon Wilson, and you're listening to Zach and Dustin at $2 Late Fee. Oh, listen, I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys
6: always win, even in the 80s.
2: All right, thanks so much for listening. We
0: really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it a five-star rating? <laughs> <laughs>